Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for September 8th, 2023. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. And I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing, at AOEA Jr. Tim, I need you to pick heads or tails. Ooh, tails. Tails. All right, we're going to start with this. Olivia Rodrigo dropped a new album last night. Wait, what? How did, did you, I miss this? Did you miss this? Holy shit. I'm pretty sure Yo, I knew Labor about Day this because of you. fucked up. That's Labor Day so funny. fucked up. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm sure it's already pre-downloaded. because I, I thought I, this was going to be Olivia Rodrigo conversation. I thought that's what I, the star of this is going to be. I was watching The Nun 2 last night, Blessing, for in review. Oh, that we're excuse record, me. Okay? <laughs> I assumed that that was going to be the first 10 minutes of this episode. I'm so... I can't believe wow. it. Wow. I, I honestly, I, I, I betrayed myself. Wow. I would like... Wow. Wow. That's well, this is about up. to be a great day for me. Yeah. No, you're going to have a great day because I listened to it. I've only listened to it through once. Uh, on my way here and let me tell you one it's fire yeah but also you know yes. a song is good when like i was doing the you know how like uh, rap djs when they're playing a song they'll get like 30 seconds in and they're like run, run that, that shit, shit back, back run that back and they'll like play it over and over again i was doing that with one of the songs on here this oh. song on here called making the bed right and it's not like it's not a hype song right it's not like otis by jay-z and yay like it's this is it is her singing a ballad about like all the mistakes she made she's made with her relationships oh, and God. friends and what and i have the i have the the genius page opened on this i have the lyrics so i'm just reading through the lyrics right and every night i wake up from this reoccurring dream where i'm driving through the city and the brakes go out on me i can't stop at the red light i can't swerve off the road i read i read somewhere it's because my life feels so out of control I mean, she just got her driver's license. That's so. the thing is, I was listening. I was like, "Yo, this is a reference, though. This is yeah. a throwback. She's throwing back the driver's license." Oh, I'm getting deja vu. And I, t- oh, that's really good. That's really good. And I tell someone I love them just as a distraction. They tell me they love me like I'm some tourist attraction. They're changing my machinery, and I just let it happen. I got the things I wanted. It's just not what I imagined. Our girl, dude. And I was on Olivia, the baby. Dude, I was on the bus on the way here. Like, yo, I feel you. On the bus. On the bus. I was bus on the boys, bu- baby. Yeah, I was on the bus. Today. I missed my first bus. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, that's what taking the bus is all about. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. Plus, <laughs> I'll know you're a real bus boy when you hit the point. You're like, I don't give a shit how embarrassing this is. I'm and you do, run. I'm gonna do, do the, the little run shuffle to get dude, there. Dude, what I tell you? So, like, I started taking the bus a couple weeks ago because my car's in repairs, right? And like. I <laughs> I checked my Google Maps and the, the maps is like, oh yeah, you want to get there at like 7:52 or whatever, so you can get so um, you can know the bus. And like, I read it wrong. Like I said, it, it wants me to leave my house by 7:52, but I read it as the bus leaves then. And so I'm like running a little bit late, and I look at my watch. And I'm like, fuck, it's 7:51, and the bus. The I'm still like probably a minute away from getting there. So I pick up a jog, and I notice that there's a girl behind me that's like a few feet behind me that's like also trying to get to the same bus stop. And so like. She sees me picking up a jog, and then she starts to pick up a jog, yeah. and now we're both running to the bus stop. We get there, we wait another, we wait another four minutes for the bus. I've never felt so awkward in my life, where I'm like, oh, I made this girl run. <laughs> she I saw me running, that. and she started running. Oh, what a day it is, bless. Uh, but enough about Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, the other, the, the, the you said tales, right? Here's yes. the, the to give you the heads thing. Okay, I wanted to bring up this tweet from Shinobi because Shinobi tweeted out, I don't know how they picked Game of the Year in 2001. And then he tweeted out an image of uh-huh. the games that dropped in 2001. 
When I tell you that 2001 was like the 2023 of the 2000s. Oh, bro. Uh, yes, it it's was. Incredible, cause it's incredible because it's Halo Combat Evolved, mm -hmm. GTA 3, Metal Gear Solid 2, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Eco, Devil May Cry, Silent Hill 2, Final Fantasy X, SSX Tricky, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Golden Sun, Gran Turismo, Jack Daxter, and the list goes on. I mean, dude, think, let, let me rephrase this for you, Bless. Mm -hmm. It was the launch of the GameCube. It was the launch of the Xbox, and it was year two of mm -hmm. the PS2. Shit was popping. It was popping off. I don't know what y'all were doing in 2001. <laughs> I don't know what I would have been doing. We were playing, games, <laughs> we were playing games, dude. I was probably, what was one I was at playing? I was at a friend's house playing Halo for sure. I was at our other friend's house playing Melee. And I think I was at my house still playing N64 because I didn't have a PS2 yet. Yeah, <laughs> Sadly. yeah. God, what a time. What an amazing time it was. Uh, but again, enough about all of that. Actually, real quick, I want to let everyone know this shirt that I'm wearing right now. It's a fun little uh, kind of funny Pokedex design. You know, I've been in the Pokemon Go mood. Uh, I've been in the Pokemon mood all your in life, general, my yeah. whole life, but I've really been in it. Uh, Cameron French designed this super cool shirt in multiple colors coming soon. Oh, yeah. To the kind of Dude, the Cameron's in our community, man. We got too many Cameron's. And they're all talented. Yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. You know, all we should change our names. Talented in design specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Good yeah. job, Cameron's. Exactly. You're all amazing. Cameron but enough Ponce. about Cameron's, enough about Olivia, enough about buses. Today's stories include. Starfield being Bethesda's biggest game launch of all time only up gets delisted and more because this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday we come at you with all of the video game news that you need to know of course you can watch live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games or youtube.com slash kind of funny games but guess what if you can't watch live we like to give you options you can watch later on youtube or roosterteeth.com and even more options you can listen just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily we'll be right there for you it's going to be a fantastic time for all but if you want to be one of the coolest kids i've ever known you got a little extra money a little cashola to send our way patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go where you get the show ad free you get a whole bunch of bonus content you also could be a super super duper cool patreon producer like brave ethos jedi master deadpool or delaney twining we appreciate all of you so very very much um a little bit of fun stuff for you if you don't have a dollar to toss our way bless mm -hmm. we like to give them even more options remember oh. you can go to the epic game store you can use our creator code kind of funny and at no extra cost to you we get some money so that's oh. pretty damn cool housekeeping for you though a new ps i love you xoxo is up right now looking back at our 2023 playstation predictions so far i always love those oh i yeah. love going back because when we do predictions topics we we sit there we prepare some mm -hmm. of us more than others i don't know i know i put thought into it i, I, I put thought into it and i like to i like to make sure that i'm bringing some level of heat with i like everything i have to either be backed by like some evidence mm -hmm. like substantial evidence or to be backed by enough hopes and dreams and yeah. reasoning that I'm like that's, that's the fun part of predictions is that it's either there are there's evidence rumors reports amounting up to this thing or I'm going off a of pure gut yeah right and like a lot of times like the gut can be right right and other I times think... it's like oh no I should not have gone with the gut and the fun part is mm -hmm. doing these episodes looking back yes I mean like <laughs> oh my, my gut, gut was right? way off let me pop. tell you I thought the PlayStation showcase was gonna happen in February turned out that didn't happen yeah no but also none of us got that right because what I said February uh, Janet said March Greg said summer May technically not summer you know what Ooh, I mean I'll technically not summer you're right and so, you're right well. You guys can go listen to that episode and see what else they got right or wrong. Um, and then over on Patreon, a new member blank is up about all of our favorite food memories with video games. Yeah. Was it, were you on that one? I was on that one. It was that a very good? fascinating episode. Yeah. At first, I, I wasn't sold on the topic. Yeah. If I'm being real, I was like, oh, man, Greg Miller, you're stretching with this one. But then we get into the conversation. I think it's one of, the, of the, our best episodes to remember blank. 
like legitimately the the conversations we get into like i reach deep into my memory vaults for some things let me tell you if you're from champaign illinois we talk about jets pizza and my okay. love of jets pizza jets was my first detroit style pizza and you used to eat that while playing fighting games but i'm not going to spoil the whole podcast here go to patreon and check that out go check it out today we're brought to you by shady rays and DraftKings sportsbook but we'll tell you all about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report it's time for some news. We have five stories today. A baker's dozen. Ooh, we got an energetic Kev dog today. Oh. I like that. Uh, story number one: Starfield is Bethesda's biggest launch of all time. This comes from Sophie McAvoy from GamesIndustry.biz. Starfield has become Bethesda's biggest launch title, surpassing previous releases such as Skyrim and Fallout Four. Following early access from September 1st, I feel like I have more of a lisp today than I normally do. Oh, yeah. You sound okay yeah. to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Should I get you water? Do you need water? No, I, I don't know. I think I'm okay, but sorry do about that, Do you want that, some everybody. Simply Orange? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it the tiniest little bottle I've ever seen? Uh, following early access from September 1st and a wider release on September 6th, the publisher released revealed on X. I hate that it's X. Uh, that Starfield had reached over 6 million players across Xbox and PC. Starfield also launched day one on Xbox Game Pass as a first-party title. Uh, earlier this week, Starfield reached over 1 million concurrent players. According to Eurogamer, the Bethesda title has seen a daily concurrent user peak of 250K on Steam. The Xbox chief marketing officer, Jarrett West, described Starfield as, quote, a Comet game launch, uh, speaking to GameIndustry.biz at Gamescom last month. Games like Starfield only come along every couple of years, where it catches the attention of not just the gaming industry, but it also starts to expand into broader consumers and consumer conversations. West also uh, said Starfield felt like a starting gun for what will be a multi-year relay race of first-party titles on Xbox. I think we're entering a period where this is the beginning of something that's going to be really special. Now I want to stop right there and say mm-hmm. that my 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 boys group thread that I have of yeah. my friends from childhood, um, th- that's kind of my litmus test on like what's going on in video games outside of the people listening to uh, a show about video games every single day. Like what do they know? What do they not know? And it always surprises me. Mm-hmm. It definitely surprised me to get a text from my friend Vincent Wong being like, "Yo, what's the word on Starfield? Hell do yeah. I need to buy an Xbox?" And I was oh, like, yeah. "Whoa, there's." Starfield, it's, ha- it's yeah. got that stuff. Now, more than that, and I was very impressed with this, and I think this is a testament to the success of Xbox and what they've built out here. It was like, or do I just get Game Pass for PC? Whoa. And I'm like, whoa. That's an educated consumer, everybody. Whoa. They got market penetration, boys. Yeah. So that's insane. stuff. And it's, it's impressive, and it's very interesting looking at it as the first Bethesda Game Pass launch release. Because that's the thing that we've, you know, thought about. And that's the thing that we've been building up to, right? But, like, even here at launch, I so it, I somehow didn't even think about the fact that, like, okay, yeah, this is going to be one of Bethesda's biggest games, obviously, because, like, games are only getting bigger and bigger. But what does Game Pass do in terms of the amount of users that are going to end up playing Starfield, let's say, by the end of the year or by the end of the next couple of years, right? Like, I what is what are the heights that Starfield can reach, right? Like, can we reach the stars yeah. <laughs> with this thing? Oh, yeah. uh, are we going to see thirty million? Are we going to see forty million? Are we going to get there, right? Like, these are the questions that I that for me I personally start to ask when you, when you talk about yeah, like being able to play this game for ten dollars a month, right, and being able to get there and play that month and either put it down or keep on going, right, and that only being maybe another ten dollars depending on whatever membership you're on. Um, this is very impressive, right? This is very cool. This is also kind of expected, right? It being Bethesda, it being Game Pass. But um, I think this is also good for finally we have a success where we can see the potential of Game Pass. I think this generation has been pretty rocky for, for Xbox. It's been better than the last generation, right? But like 
for games. Redfall didn't show us that. Even Halo Infinite was a whole different thing. Seeing what a super successful Xbox first party game does in numbers now is going to be fascinating. Like, I'm very curious to see how this nets out. So a lot of interesting jumping off points here, because yeah. one is this is easily the biggest um, game pass launch that we've ever had. Right. Mm hmm. Like, I don't think it oh, yeah. comes close. I think Halo, would it would have been Halo Infinite, right? Yeah. But I think you bring up something really interesting, too, about the Bethesda side of it, of it being Bethesda's first one, uh, this being a follow-up to a Fallout or a Elder Scrolls, like this being uh, an IP that they're putting on that same kind of pedestal um, as their heavy hitters, which are some of the heaviest hitters in the industry, period. Mm -hmm. And for it to, for the very first time, be exclusive to the Xbox uh, um, and Windows side uh, of things, not on PlayStation, which I mean, I guess Elder Scrolls before used to be at least some of them. Some of them, Morrowind Xbox, was Xbox. But then they made their way eventually to, yeah. like. In the last decade, they've been even, even Oblivion, right? Which started on Xbox exclusive, but then made its way to PS3. Did it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Please, it did. You're wrong me if it didn't, but. Maybe um, it did, I, don't I think know. it did. Either way, Skyrim, Fallouts, all of that stuff have been uh, multi-plat uh, after that. So this being a, that big of a game for Bethesda and it being on Game Pass, it's it. This is just wild because it recontextualizes a lot. Mm -hmm. So we've been seeing these record-breaking, uh, yeah, PS3 a year later. Cool. Um, we've been seeing a lot of the these stories of record-breaking numbers, record-breaking numbers like biggest weekend, biggest launch, biggest whatever due to Game Pass, right? Yeah. You add Steam and you add all that to um, Starfield, major successes every which way. Do you think that this might be a turning point where? some of the next games that come out on Game Pass aren't breaking the records? Like when oh, Motorsport comes out, yeah. are, have we, I don't want to say peaked, because I think that there's definitely things yeah. that could be bigger. It's like, what's the next thing after uh, Starfield that surpasses Starfield records? I mean, but then we get into the conversation of what what are the caveats they're going to like put out to like make Forza <laughs> break records? Yeah. Forza is the best, fastest selling racing game on xy like yeah, I, you, they will. we start to get into that. those specifics and they'll do that which they should right because like get your flowers where you how you can um but yeah i think i mean what we're for the next big xbox games i think we're looking toward forza motorsport. forza motorsport right but i'm thinking even like which just uh, the only reason i i'm pushing that so hard is yeah we read these stories about forza horizon right sure i feel like that was one of the big like whoa look how many people are yeah. playing this game due to game pass and we're able to have these but horizon i think is a bigger beast though because horizon is more is approachable right horizon is something that i think just speaks to a broader audience you can you're on me about that if i'm wrong if like motorsport is the bigger one but i, I have to assume that horizon horizon is a bigger one motorsport i look at as the more hardcore racing game players game and that's gonna resonate with this audience right there's gonna be something there but i think when you're talking about what's gonna speak broadly to the xbox audience i think yeah you're looking toward hellblade 2 you're looking toward the next uh you're maybe an avowed right and like again i don't know if either of these are going to be uh, not neither of these are starfield in name so i'm gonna put this out i guess call of duty i, I want oh well that's why yeah <laughs> I, I just i i want people to to uh remember this and let's let's have this follow-up conversation bless yeah because i feel like with where we're at if we had to bet on it we would assume that we will not be seeing these record-breaking numbers for uh, Forza Motorsport compared to Starfield, right? They'll come up with other, like, best racing game or whatever, but yeah. it won't be like, oh, man, the, the most people playing yeah. or whatever. But what if it is? What, what if there is a, 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 the, the counter-argument to this of more people are going to be signing up for Game Pass than ever because of Starfield mm -hmm. so that they now have access to this game why not try it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's for sure going to happen. I think Forza Motorsport will just naturally have 
more players because Starfield is bringing in more people into it in the same way that like you know, right now, this month is a banger month for Game Pass because you have this, and then you also have Liza P. Which is wild. Which is insane, right? I think between those two games alone, you're going to see so many people come in. Obviously, like, like, Starfield is the big one, and for the next month, for the next two months at least, yeah, like, people on that service are going to have access to all these games, and you're going to see that natural flooding into other games. So, yeah, Forza Motorsport is going to have that. Um, I think the other question is, how long does this last in terms of the spike in players for Game Pass, the spike in, in subscribers. Do we see people hold on to it? Do we see people um, not fall off because you have a, a consistent slate of games that you're putting out over the course of months? Like, I, f I forget the, what the quote was. I know Xbox was like, yeah, we want to have a big game every quarter for Xbox Game Studios, but, like, I imagine the, the idea of it, too, is you want to have a big game every month, right? And I mean, it, whether it's third-party or not, yeah. you want to have something there that's going to keep people subscribed. People in the, the chat are bringing up a good point, too. Sea of Stars, right? So, like, let's look at how mm. banger of a month this is if we get uh, Starfield, Sea of Stars, and Lies of P. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, you know, when, when we talk about video games, what are the biggest categories? Triple A, mm -hmm. third, or, uh, sorry, first party, yep. third party, and indie. Indie, yeah. And <laughs> they kind of got the trifecta That's true. there, right? With, like, Starfield. Banger. Yeah. Sea of Stars. Banger. Yep. Liza P. Looks like it, it could be a seems banger. Seems to be banger, yeah. right? Based on previews and stuff. So it's like, that's that's real damn good, man. And and honestly, in my opinion, that, that that's Domino's. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, for that's, sure. That's yeah. starting to happen. But like, can the cadence keep up? And like, potentially, yeah. Like, I do think that like, when we look at the amount of teams working on games, the amount of things we know about, the amount of things we don't know about, we got a potential real good momentum to keep going and especially with things like forza that are like highly anticipated but not necessarily like you know the your, your point about horizon stance right yeah, yeah, Where, yeah, like yeah. horizon I, I would say is the 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 bigger game than uh, in the forza franchise but i think motorsport's going to break records for motorsport oh for sure and yeah I, I think that's a guarantee so it's like that's great for I, I think and like honestly any franchise game that xbox is putting out first party I, I, i'd it's say like any, switch yeah it's like the switch right i think game pass puts it on another pedestal where there's no reason for this not to break records right because people are people your audience already has this membership or if they want to play this game they're probably going to get the membership to play this game because it's a cheaper entry point and so now you just have a way more accessible library because of that and because of that you're gonna you're just gonna sell or not sell more quote unquote but you're going to have more users um yeah, I'm so excited to see where this goes. And also, shout out to Bethesda having a win, right? I think that's the other big thing here is that we're coming off of Fallout 76, which was a trash fire. And, like, we're coming off of Fallout 76 and then moving on to other RPG companies, right? Coming off of games like Cyberpunk. We're coming off of games like Anthem. We're coming off of games like Mass Effect Andromeda. I, there has been so much doubt in my mind and also I just, I'd say in players' minds in general of, hey, are the, like, is, is it more likely to get an L than a W here? And from... At the very least, user standpoint, right? And I'd say broad reviews because 88, wherever it's at at Metacritic, right? It's still fucking fantastic. I mean, it's utterly fantastic. Yeah, right? Like, that is a W right there for Bethesda. Um, and that's coming off of Fallout 4 as well, which, in my opinion, great game. But wasn't earth-shattering for what I think the Bethesda fan base was looking for. And Starfield, for so many people, is that breath of fresh air because it's a different genre, different IP, new thing. Um, and it's doing its job both for Bethesda and for Xbox. And so that's a W right there. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, moving on from story number one, that was a fact, right? Story number one, lots of facts. Lots of on. facts. Story number two, 
We're going into the rumor zone. Whoa. This is one of those things I just want to give the, the top level caveat that like, I, this isn't Grinch levels. Uh -huh. of, uh, it's probably not real. It's a big old grain of salt. But this is uh, lots of salt. Everybody, yeah. please. Bust out your grains of salt. All of it. Everywhere. Uh, protect yourselves and your family. Uh, the return of a classic. Thank you. Thank oh, there you. you. The, <laughs> the salt lights. We're in the room. We got the, <laughs> the return of a classic Nintendo series might be being teased for an upcoming Nintendo Direct. This Which I want to pause there. Yeah. That headline reads like a hard drive headline. The return of a classic Nintendo series might be teased for an upcoming Nintendo Direct. Straight you up. can say that yeah. at any, any point at any time, and that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me making fun of VGC, though. Like, VGC is incredible. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, this comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. An upcoming Nintendo Direct could feature news on the return of a classic Nintendo series. It's been suggested that F-Zero news may be being teased by Twitter user Pioro, uh, who has a strong recent track record when it comes to Nintendo leaks, including outing Super Mario Brothers. Wonder ahead of its official announcement. Mm. Quote, let's just say fans of a certain M-A-T-L-A-B function will be happy with the upcoming Direct. MATLAB is a programming and numeric computing platform used by millions of engineers and scientists to analyze data, develop algorithms, and create models, according to its developer, MathWorks. Reset Era users are now speculating that Piora's tweet is referring to MATLAB's F-Zero function. Uh -huh. uh, while Nintendo hasn't announced plans for an upcoming presentation, the platform holder traditionally holds a direct live stream in September, and speculations mounting that one will officially be confirmed soon what are we doing so what are we doing here's the thing bless well Matt, you, so if you're a fan of matlab you we're might you might be a fan of one of their functions fun. and you might get a game <laughs> oh yeah f-zero is in matlab so we're probably gonna get an f-zero game at the next nintendo direct that nobody's talked about so here's the thing mm -hmm. people have talked about it yeah but like you know, i like, know they're always talking they're, they're always talking I, but about I said it this, we've been talking about it this week on games Day. i'm like the people are talking about there being a direct next week mm-hmm in a way that's not just they're always talking and in a way mm -hmm. that's like oh this actually could add up now a lot of that is just based on the fact that the last couple of years we've gotten a direct in september in mm -hmm. the, the week that we're about to lead into around that time period so it's like it's an easy assumption to just be like yeah there's probably going to be one even if there's no actual evidence this year towards there being one yeah um so that's starting remember point. the last september direct where it was all farming games oh yeah 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 could be. Yeah, it Could probably be. will be. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing, though. Some of this evidence is starting to add up in a way that's getting me really excited. Okay. All right. First off, Pioro here is the person that leaked Mario Bros. Wonder. Mm, okay. All right. The, the, okay. The, that's, that's a fact. They did that. What did, they, what, <laughs> what did they say? If you're a fan of Kanye West's graduation, track seven, then... <laughs> Not that, but yeah. they did do a riddle. They did. Oh God! And that's their thing. Enough with the riddles. No. Bro. Are you? Are you? Love it. Are so, you the Riddler? Like, so, what are we doing here? So here's the thing. There are um, three different leakers that I've seen in recent times mm -hmm. that they do this shit for clout. Why else would you fucking do this shit, right? Mm -hmm. But they all play these weird little riddle games, right? There's uh, Pioro. There's the Riddler coup. You're lying. I'm not lying. You're fucking lying. And it literally just puts out like very obscure riddle shit. It's mainly Pokemon leaks, but ten out of ten times they get it right. Okay. Like, okay. Insane stuff. Like the leaking the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC of like specific things of like what the design's going to look like. And mm -hmm. they'll have this whole riddle that makes no sense before you see it. But in hindsight, you can look back and be like, yeah. Oh, if you're a fan of stop motion animation. <laughs> you got something to look forward to when the next Pokemon presents. God. Damn. <laughs>
Is that the riddle? Is that what they said? <laughs> if you're a fan of the way that Kit Kats break, <laughs> let me tell you, you feel like a game is going to break on you every fucking Holy shit, five man. minutes. That's very funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but, but then there's another one uh, that is Centro Leaks. Uh, Kev, can you bring up the, the tweet, please, that I linked there? Um, so Central Leaks is another account that this one doesn't necessarily leak as much stuff themselves, mm -hmm. but they know people and get information. And when they back something up, when you go through the Twitter account, a lot of the stuff, when they retweet it or when they're like, ah, this is what's being said, it ends up happening. Again, all this salt everywhere. This is all just fucking like conspiracy theory bullshit. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about people that at this point in time have a pretty flawless thing. Thank you. Track record on this stuff. And um, we've seen before people that have flawless track records mm -hmm. at some point, there's a flaw. And at that point it's all over. Yeah. They lose all of their um, validity and, and that's done. Right. Mm -hmm. The rumors here pointing towards a new Donkey Kong game and a new F-Zero game. Oh, a new Donkey Kong game would be insane. So I haven't seen the evidence of the new Donkey Kong game. Uh -huh. I tried searching around. I tried seeing where they're getting that from and I didn't see it, mm -hmm. but it would add up. I mean, uh, yeah, like, because you have to get a new Donkey Kong game at some point, right? Like, Nintendo likes that franchise. N Donkey Kong is one of, like, the, Nintendo's mascot characters, and it's been, well, how long since Tropical Freeze? Ten years. Yeah. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, no, yeah, you're getting a new Donkey Kong game at some point soon, you'd have to imagine. See, we were, They're going to put out that movie with Seth Rogen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But we were talking yesterday about, like, what's the Switch look like here? And it's like, I think we're starting to think. They, oh, you think next year this could this could paint out what the rest of the Switch life cycle looks so like. So here's what's interesting to me. There's been a lot of talk about uh, a, a rumored Donkey Kong 2D game being made by the Odyssey team. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I'd love that. That'd be very interesting. I don't know how that fits into all of this, but I also wouldn't be surprised if that gets announced for next year. That'd be insane. But like, I, I mean, you know way more about the inner workings of Nintendo Studios than I do. Would that team not be working on the next 3D Mario game? It's or a big they, team. The big team, okay. That, that's the thing is like, I feel like potentially they could be taking on uh, multiple projects. I don't, again, that is, I think the farthest, far flung potential. But like, I also think it's possible. Getting back to the F-Zero thing, mm -hmm. a new F-Zero game. I don't think it'll be a new F-Zero game. My money is, and there's been evidence pointing to this, a remaster of f-zero gx on the gamecube okay which in my opinion is the best move ever that really? game is fucking incredible the story mode is one of the hardest games i've ever played i never beat it it is very difficult but it's the best f-zero it yeah. is so damn good and i feel like that is the right level of investment in that franchise of like just like metroid prime coming out right and yeah. you experiencing it for the first time this God, year that game was so good <laughs> i think about that all the time how good metroid prime is i think that uh putting out uh, a remastered whatever that means yeah like in the same way the metroid prime was remastered if you did that for f-zero gx i think that it would be the best foot forward for the f-zero franchise to people like you that i don't think really have too much fondness for it i mean i i, I like f-zero on the super nintendo um and i played a bit of f-zero on n64 but i'm yeah i'm not crazy about f-zero I, I think that this could be could get i don't think it's gonna like make you on oh, the f-zero's biggest fan but yeah. i think you'd be like oh this is freaking awesome okay um i'd be and, down for that because my thing with a new f-zero and in the way that, like, the way I view Nintendo, right, the stuff that gets the best treatment at Nintendo are, like, those biggest franchises, right? Like, Zelda, the new Zelda is going to be fucking 10 out of 10. The new Mario is going to be 10 out of 10. But I feel like Nintendo almost treats their franchises in tiers, where it's like, 
okay, now like a couple tiers below, now we're getting the Mario sports games. And they're like, they're just putting these things out, right? There's not a real good treatment of these. F-Zero isn't a main, like, um, a main like character Nintendo game, right? Like that's not oh. something that I view Nintendo as putting enough of their resources into a new F-Zero game to like make it this incredible thing. If they remaster what you're saying is a the fucking fantastic F-Zero game, that I think I am probably more on board on. I, I, I'd rather so that than an F-Zero game that comes out as a seven. Totally, so with you. Now it's interesting. I don't think we've had an F Zero game in twenty years because mm -hmm. the GBA had a couple of them, but like that was it. Um, and then yeah, the GX as well, which like again, incredible game. I, I hope that this is what's happening. People have been like, oh, do you think this could be uh, Nintendo or GameCube games coming to Switch Online? I don't think so. And I think with Metroid Prime Remastered happening um, and this potentially happening, I mm -hmm. think they, they'll be just standalone releases. I don't expect them to be added at this point, this late in the Switch's life cycle, especially with. A potential wind waker uh hd port yeah. as well coming so i don't think that'll happen but hey we'll have to wait and see and again well, let's check in next week the man. other day i was talking about the four horsemen uh -huh. f-zero gx remaster <laughs> that's one of the horsemen right there i mean that's, see, if those that's the cool horsemen, though i'm fucking yeah here and I, that's it, the thing man. is i'm in like when i say the four horsemen i don't think they're bad games right i think they're, they're exciting i'm gonna play the fuck out of a new princess peach game mm -hmm. <laughs> i might play the luigi's mansion ds game that i never played my biggest question and this is now we're we're even out of the the rumor uh mm -hmm. For your salt section, this is just hype and, and hoping for things. When are we going to see a Smash Brothers Melee remaster? Like port. Oh. I just feel like I don't think ever. <laughs> we but we have to. Like Do we? Yeah, I think that we're I mean, we're we're clearly at the point that that game is retro by any. Do you think we ever get like a double dash port? I, I think it's different. We're talking about GameCube's highest selling game. Mm -hmm. And like I mean it, double dash has to be up there, right? Double dash, yeah, but like I mean, Double Dash, I think, uh, I mean, look, you can put that out for sure. But, yeah. like, I think that the um, Mario Kart games have iterated differently than Smash Brothers. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know that there was a lot of similarities, but Melee stands alone. Melee is Melee. Like, there's, like, people still play Melee competitively. Yeah, but uh, does, I don't think Nintendo likes that, though. Nintendo's like, y'all nerds need to get the fuck off Melee. <laughs> but I, I think they're not supporting Ultimate in, in the way that, like, gets in the way of that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like them being done with their promotion of Ultimate, like I feel, especially yeah. with Sakurai being done with Smash Brothers now, it's like I think it's inevitable that we're playing Melee again uh, in some uprezzed fashion. I just don't know when and how. Oh, and let I'm me tell you, it hasn't I'll tell you when and how. Right now, and it's, there's this thing called Dolphin, and there's this thing called <laughs> there's these things called computers, and allegedly people do some fucking wild shit on there. Yeah, but they do crazy. Not me, not me. <laughs> I follow the law, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I follow I the letter of the law. It. I want them to make it, and I want them to care. And I want to play it on my Nintendo Switch. I got a self you're wrong. Um, I wonder on gra graduation. Actually, track four. Oh damn! Yeah, I, I, I like I, that Switch. Yeah, I, no, I, I swung. Track seven is actually Barry Bonds featuring Lil Wayne. Oh my god! Of course it is. Yeah, that was the swing. Speaking of swing. Hey. Um. Anyways, uh, enough about the Nintendo stuff. Let's check in next week, though. Bless. Let's see. Let's see. Happen. Like I'd be so excited. Yeah. For this. Uh, so would I. And like uh, again, many grains of salt. But uh, let us know in the comments below if you think this is going to happen. If there's a Nintendo Direct. If you uh, think that the things we talked about are going to happen, or if there's something you want to see. Yeah. Would you prefer a new F-Zero or a remastered F-Zero? Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I want a remastered F-Zero GX. I mean, I, I I've, never, I've never played it. Time. I don't think I even beat, like, the fourth level. It just gets so hard to the story mode. Yeah. Falcon, it's so sick. Anyways. Does he punch people in it? I mean, I don't know. I never got that far. So, mm. as far as I got, I don't think so. Um, but, hey, enough about all of that. We're going to get to more stories after a quick word from our sponsors.
This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for y'all, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's shadyrace.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've had seven months without an NFL game, but for all of you football fans out there, good thing that's over. NFL is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. You can check out the app to see what you get. You can download now and use code kind of funny to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That is code kind of funny only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you can call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call telephone number 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpd.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance, eligibility and deposit restrictions. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost. And the FDA. Breaking news, everyone. Whoa. <laughs> Donald Mustard is retiring. Great job on the lights. This comes from Discussing Film. This is where we saw it first. Yeah. Donald you- Mustard's <laughs> retiring from his role as chief creative director at Epic Games. GameSpot has a nice little write-up here. Fortnite boss and industry veteran Donald Mustard leaves Epic. Quote, I can't wait to now share in the future of Fortnite as a player alongside all of you. Uh, Epic Games Chief Creative Officer Donald Mustard's leaving the company. Mustard confirmed the news on Twitter, saying he plans to step down later this month. Uh, Mustard's been making games for a quarter of a century, but most recently he was a top boss at Epic and one of the leaders of the incredibly popular Fortnite. Uh, Before that, he worked at uh, Glyph X Games on Advent Rising before starting his own company, Chair Entertainment, with his brother Jeremy. That studio is known for the game Shadow Complex and the the Infinity mm. Blade series. Cash money. Was Infinity Blade the mobile one that yeah. looked really good? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. My friends always had that on their phones. Uh, like it was before I had a smartphone. And yeah, they would they would play it. And I'd watch it over their shoulder, and that it seemed like the coolest thing of all oh, time. Yeah. It was. Like I didn't know games could look like that on phone, and now we have Call of Duty on there. And Final Fantasy ever. And Final Fantasy ever crisis. Um, quote, I'm especially proud of the opportunity I've had to help create and shape Fortnite, Mustard said in his farewell post on social media. I'm hum- humbled to have been a part of the team that every day tries to bring joy and delight to the Fortnite community. We love watching you experience every moment. I can't wait to now share in the future of Fortnite as a player alongside you. The teams are in the best hands and they're working on huge jaw dropping, amazing things. Uh, pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh, this, this was by, uh, Eddie over at GameSpot, uh, right with that write up. It's, it's, it, uh... It, it almost, I picture it like Thanos after he snapped and like retired on that farm mm-hmm. where it's like, job done. You know, yeah. <laughs> I get to relax and be my thing. I just dropped or I, I helped oversee and lead one of the biggest games of all time. And like now it gets to exist in the ether without me, you know, running it and like have a team that's set up, that's doing their thing. And I got to like have this big impact on the industry and now I can chill and yeah. hang out. And like, that's, that's awesome. Right. I think that's what anybody wants. And so congratulations to Donald Mustard for being able to retire gracefully and like, yeah, putting out multiple games, right? But really, like, Fortnite being the one that yeah, changed but the I'm game. Going back from that, right? Like, uh, Shadow Complex. Like, I credit Shadow Complex as being one of them indie games, right? Like, one oh, of yeah. them, and like, however you want to talk about smaller titles. Like, that's up there with the, the the Limbos, the Celestes, when we, like, look back. Like, not even just quality, but even just, like... Legacy. Legacy of, like, how important they were uh, to, to players at the time. Uh, and how it shifted the mindset of what a game needs to be is supposed to be all of that. And then Infinity Blade, huge, right? Like yep. everything you just said about what it did for mobile gaming, it really kind of upped the ante of expectation and possibility over there. And then, yeah, Fortnite, need I say more in any way? It totally is more than a game. It is a platform. Um, and Donald had so much to do with that. And uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome news for him yeah. you know infinity and, blade was epic right mm-hmm. yeah god epic is mm-hmm. epic is insane mm-hmm. like we don't I, I mean we talk about it a lot but like when you think back i didn't realize that they were infinity blade and that makes sense because that game looks fucking incredible right and they have such a command over that engine and again that's how we get to something like fortnite where they're they're able to move and shake things up in fortnite in a way that not many other developer developers can do with their games because they literally own the unreal engine and, and understand how to fucking manipulate whatever they want in their game and so God damn, what a legacy. What a legacy. Story number three, Only Up has been pulled from Steam. This comes from Wesley Ginpool at IGN. The creator of Viral Stream Hit, sorry, Viral Steam Hit, Only Up, has pulled the game from the storefront, citing stress. Only Up is a rock hard... <laughs> Why'd you pause there? A physics-based platformer that went viral in May after high-profile streamers and YouTubers uh, and kind of funny showcased their often futile attempts to make it to the top. You know, what, you rock hard? <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> I, only up and rock hard. I just don't know that those mm, words need to be next to Yeah, I guess other. in the same sentence, that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and an update on Steam spotted by PC Games and Only Up's creator who described themselves as a solo developer and said the unexpected hit was their first experience of video game development. Only Up is a, quote, game I did for creativity to test myself and where I made a lot of mistakes. The game's kept me under a lot of stress all these months. Now I want to put the game behind me. The developer who published Only Up on Steam under the name SCKR Games said they were moving on to their next game, codenamed Kilth. Uh, What I need now is peace of mind and healing. I plan to take a pause and continue my education in game design and further with new experience and knowledge to direct my energies to my next game with the working title. uh, Wait. Oh, 
Yeah, I think there's a typo. It's either Kilth or Kith. <laughs> yeah, one has an L, one doesn't. Uh, K-I-T-H or K-I-L-T-H. It will be a new experience and a new concept with realism, a completely different genre and setting, and the emphasis is on cinematography. This time, I hope the project will be created by a small team. This is a challenging project on which I want to significantly improve my skills in game design. This isn't the first time Only Up's been pulled from Steam. At the end of June, the game was removed from Valve's platform due to the use of copyrighted assets, but returned a day later with the infringing assets removed. This appears to have been a recurring problem. In an update dated July 5th, the developer said an, quote, anime girl asset, quote, got into the game by mistake, but had resolved the issue with the asset creator, quote, on friendly terms. (laughs) How does that? I, like, I'm sure that I'm sure that does happen. Like I was gonna oh, yeah. say, how does that? I'm sure that happens all the time. It's like when Assassin's Creed had like a what? Like there was like an art in the game that was mm-hmm. from Uncharted or some shit like that. I'm mm-hmm. butchering that story, but like that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, thanks to those who noticed the flaws in the game, the developer said at the time, sometimes novice developers find themselves in such situations and even official marketplaces for developers can sell kits containing other people's assets. It's tricky to follow and humble young developers are not safe, but thanks to those authors who are sympathetic and friendly to colleagues. Um, man, you know, a lot here, a lot, a lot to break yeah. down. I feel like there's the, um, taking it for what it's worth side of this, um, which is man, this dude major accomplishment right yeah thrown into the stratosphere every once in a while did not realize game. it was gonna get viral exactly it's the exact flappy bird situation flappy bird beat among us beat. uh yeah. but among us had a team to be able to support and grow whereas yep. flappy bird in this seems like yeah stress gets and also like with among us right like that was a game that, like that was a game that this is gonna sound mean and i promise it's not M- among us I think they're hoping would be somewhat of success, right? Like that's a game that was a game, right? Like that is the assets there. Like everything is very original. Only up, I get the same vibe as Flappy Bird, where it's like, yo, we just pulled whatever assets and made a thing, right? Like I was experimenting with this thing or I was like making a fun project and I put it out and I expected my friends to play it, right? I expected maybe a hundred people to check it out. And now it's the biggest thing on planet earth. And I don't know what to do with this because y'all are seeing something that I made in private. And so now I got to take care of the anime assets <laughs> that made it in there. And now I got to make sure that like, you know, all the other assets that, you know, may, might be copyright or whatever. Like now this is a thorn in my side. Um, and I just didn't want this level of clout or notoriety. And like a lot of people just can't handle that. I think yeah. that's the other, the, the big thing is that there's a mental health aspect to yeah. having so many eyes on you. And when you did not ask for that, Oh, I totally understand going, no, I do not. I'm going to take this down because I'm trying to go back <laughs> and like do my own thing. And like, I, I, if I'm going to get big, if I'm going to get famous, I want to, or I'm, maybe successful is another word. If I want to get successful, I want to be successful with something that I believe in more. It's something that I am passionate about making as opposed to something that I might've thrown together in an asset pack. Yep. And, and it's complicated, right? Cause there is that creativity and then there's the success and then you run with that and try to, to figure it out. But then there is the stress that comes with all of that. And I mean, even for us playing the game, we, we played only up a, a ton of times on on streams, and they were great streams. Like we did one that was uh, the founders, me, Nick, and uh, Greg with Mike, and it was some of the most fun I've had this year on camera. Yeah, playing the game, some of the most stressful bullshit of all time. But that was that's the point of the game, right? The game succeeded at what it was doing, which is pissing me off. Yep. Uh, so congrats to them. But while we're playing the whole time, we're like, why the fuck's this happening? Why the fuck's that happening? Like. I can imagine even that stuff, even when the game is working the way it's supposed to, which is upsetting people, oh, yeah. that the developer can see that stuff and be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm just a person. But like, yeah. in my mind, I'm just playing a game. I don't think about that. You know what I mean? I, I do more than most people. But like, even then, thinking that that game was made by one person blows my mind. Oh, you yeah. know, For even how much it did work. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, then you add all the asset stuff and all that, and like, was it on purpose? Was it not on purpose? Like, yeah. it gets complicated, and that's why I think that there is the uh, there's the on paper version of this, and then there's the the deeper version yeah. that I don't really have much to speak to, just because like I don't know. But what I will say is, I hope that he feels better. I hope that the, yeah, I hope I hope that this is a step toward yeah. you know those. I highlighted a line here where it says, "What I need now is peace of mind and healing." Right? I think that speaks volumes. Right? Yeah. I get I get that. Like, hey, I just need to like recover from this and like go into like my. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say cave. I'll was, I was go into. I guess I need a retreat. Yeah. I need to like go and just like you know be by myself or be with my friends and not have to worry about this thing that is reaching millions and millions and millions of people. Um, it is wild that. One of the most popular games of the year is now being delisted and mm-hmm. taken down. That's a fucking wild aspect that gets into maybe game preservation uh, conversations. And it's like, that is a wild balance of There's a lot out there, man. Game preservation versus a, man, a, a person's mental health and like th- that being their thing, right? Like, what is the right side of this? Is there a right side of it? I think it's all gray. But yeah, like, I think the most important thing is that this person that put their effort and time into this thing is able to go, hey, I need to do this so I can be better and i'm in full support of that i think hopefully this is the right decision um for this developer and so damn one of the biggest games of the year i know god god, god. uh imagine they did that for final fantasy 16 you got yeah fuck it it's like yoshi is like actually no actually, <laughs> actually, y'all, didn't deserve this. Like, y'all are wild on y'all the think this isn't a final fantasy i'll show you what's not yeah you know what? i'm taking this off <laughs> y'all are bad for my mental health uh story number four Mortal Kombat 1's official Jean-Claude Van Damme trailer has been released. This also comes from Tom Ivan at VGC. Warner Brothers Games has released a new Mortal Kombat 1 trailer. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is available in-game as a special alternative skin for Johnny Cage, which can be unlocked by players who purchase the title's premium edition. The trailer was released shortly after the first Van Damme footage was shown during an interview with series co-creator Ed Boon, who was appearing on First We Feast's Hot Ones. So funny. Insane. Uh, Boone said the Van Damme DLC was 30 years in the making. Uh, when we made the very first game, our intention was to make Van Damme the arcade game. We actually wanted to see the words Van Damme. Uh, Bloodsport was big, and so was Universal Soldier, I think. So we called his people, and we were like, we want to make a game based on Van Damme. And I don't know if he declined or just never got to him or something like that. But this is, you know, a couple of 20-something-year-old kids who wanted to make a video game. I could see how Van Damme would go, no, we're not doing this. So we tried a number of times going back and forth with him. This time, we hit the lottery. We got him. We actually have his voice, and he's going to be the Johnny Cage character. And it's the absolute full circle moment that we had. Have you seen this trailer? For them. No, I have not. Uh, Kevin, is there a way you can like play this with sound and maybe go to the beginning on like a part where he talks? There we go. Yeah, bring it. So like he's actually voicing Johnny Cage, which is really neat. I finally meet Hollywood Boulevard Johnny. Fans love me. Do you know what they'll pay for selfies? Yeah. So you, you can pause it here. When I first saw this trailer, I like I skipped through it and like i just pressed play in the middle of it and then i got to the part where like uh, uh john claude van damme is talking as johnny cage and for a second i forgot that they casted somebody else to do like regular johnny cage yeah. voice and so when i heard him talk i thought that that was just going to be what johnny cage was in the game and i was like oh no <laughs> please no not like this i know we love john claude van damme but no this does this is not johnny cage and then i went and rewatched it from the beginning i was like oh oh no okay no it's just a skin That's it's just it's just a version all right cool that is very funny. i was also, so scared <laughs> cool man i love this type of stuff it's just super super fun who's was cast as johnny cage in the next movie 
It's not the not the Miz. Everyone wanted, but it was somebody we know. Yeah, and it, it was still exciting. Wasn't? It? Oh, it was um, what's his name from the boys? Um, oh, Keith Urban, not yes. Keith Urban. No, 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 yes. no, no. Is it Keith? I Urban? think it's I think it's Keith Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban isn't that the R and B singer? No, you're <laughs> Carl Keith, Urban. You're, Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Wait, were you thinking yeah. of Keith Sweat though? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Keith Urban? Hold on. Who's Keith Urban? <laughs> No, there is a Keith Urban. Keith Urban is an uh, Australian-American singer. Holy shit, this is not what I expected Keith Urban. No, I did not expect this to be Keith Urban. Yeah. Mar- married to Nicole Kidman. I was thinking of Keith Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goddamn, man. I'm sorry. Everyone. Shout out to Keith. Shout out to, shout out to both Keiths and shout out yeah. to Carl. Shout out to Carl, man. Also shout out to just Carl. You know? <laughs> and also shout out to Carl. God. God. <sighs> Story number five. Uh, just re- a real quick little uh, ender there. Uh-huh. Mortal Kombat. I know I said it yesterday. We're even one day closer now. Yeah. It's so close. Plus. I'm, so, I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, bringing up Keith Urban. Because, <laughs> yeah, as soon as you said R&B, so I'm like, Keith Sweat. <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah, nah, man. man. I'm so excited for Mortal Kombat. Story number five. Microsoft announces Xbox digital broadcast for Tokyo Game Show. This comes from Wesley Inpool at IGN. Before I even... Get into the story. Bless, I owe you an apology. Oh, yeah. I do. I do. This is uh, one of those bless was right situations. I thought for sure TGS was going to come and go with announcements here and there, but no Mm -hmm. showcases, nothing special. Mm -mm. I seem to be wrong. I seem to be off. Kojima's Kojima's been tweeting. He be tweeting. He posted, actually it was on Instagram. He posted uh, just a post of the Tokyo Game Show like graphic. And that was it. And I'm like, listen, that's good enough for me. That's good enough. You've been editing a trailer. We might see that trailer show up at TGS. I hope so. He might show up at the Xbox thing because he has an Xbox game. That, that makes sense, on. man. But yeah, I, I think you nailed it there. Uh, but Microsoft announced an Xbox digital broadcast for Tokyo Game Show. Uh, the broadcast is set for 2 a.m. Pacific and will share progress on games from Xbox and Bethesda, showcase games from creators mainly from Japan and Asia, and make announcements of new games coming to Game Pass. Players can expect to hear progress updates from Xbox and Bethesda Softworks and see a creatively diverse collection of games from creators predominantly uh, located in Japan and across Asia. Uh, Jarrett West, the chief marketing officer over at Xbox, said, We'll also share exciting new games coming to Xbox Game Pass, which continues to grow with great content from teams all around Asia. Pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What do we, I guess what, what we expect to see is probably just, yeah, like what, like a lot of, the Final Fantasy type, Yakuza type games coming to um, Persona uh, type. I mean, that's the thing is like we're we're hitting the point that Game Pass, similar to Nintendo Switch Online, we're just hitting that saturation point yeah. of like, I, if, it's if, all here. I was gonna say, is there like a major like either JRPG or like a Japanese franchise that is missing from Xbox? I feel like we've hit the, the point Tales now where. Games? Oh, are the but Tales? Are they there? I don't yeah, even know. That's a that's a you're wrong if the Tales games are on there or not. Because I, I feel like, like we're hitting the point where it's like. There's becoming more and more equity between Xbox and PlayStation in this regard. Yeah, and when you look at the Game Pass of it all, like yeah. that's, it's even wilder. Because the Game uh, Pass the volumes. games. Oh, yeah, it's Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah, okay, so you're, you're naming some for sure. Because yeah, I think Game Pass speaks volumes in terms of not only are we bringing these games to our platform, we're putting these games on Game Pass to show that like we care and we're actually really trying um, to like serve this audience. So looking at... Um... The chat, it seems like the Tales games are not yet on Game Pass. There have been Tales games on Xbox, though, but we're talking specifically about Game Pass, okay. though. That could be, that that could be, be interesting. Oh, yeah. um, I'm yeah. excited to see what this is. I don't, I mean, I don't expect anything huge, 
maybe like one or two announcements that are like, oh, okay, cool, that's neat. Like I expect, mm -hmm. well, um, I forget what the last thing was where, was it Gamescom? Where um, Final Fantasy fourteen was announced for Xbox. Um, I imagine that maybe you can get something of that, like that level. Maybe you get an update on that. Yeah. I think those are the kind of things you might get. I mean, let's see. The, let's think of Square. Yeah. Square and Xbox right now. Final Fantasy sixteen, obviously. PS5 exclusive. Yep. For an undisclosed amount of time. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm -hmm. Still not out on Xbox. Yeah. Will it ever be? <laughs> Will it ever be? I, I don't know. I feel like maybe. I mean, if it is, I feel like it's still a long ways away. Like, I, is, is there a point of, not point of no return, but I guess, like, is there a point where Square Enix is, says that it's not worth it to put on Xbox anymore because no. the game's been out for so long? It's no like, way. Right, like that game is amazing, and like it's Final Fantasy VII. It's gonna sell. You're right. You're right. You're you right. You're right. Or even to just Game Pass. Make yeah. That deal. Why not? And you know what's interesting about this too? Mm -hmm. The rumors of the Switch behind closed doors uh, game demonstration involved Final Fantasy VII remake being played on the Switch. Did it really? Yeah. And I missed I that part. I didn't even think about that being like, I, uh, that might that game might not ever happen. This is just a tech demo potentially. Yeah. But the fact that that's how it's being shown. Kind of interesting. If that's all true. Hear me out. We get a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4. I mean. At Xbox TGS. I, I don't think that'd be the place for it. I think that'd be like. That's such I a mean, worldwide like hit. Look. Bless. You want that at E3. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. But let's look at this for a second here. Mm -hmm. Microsoft announces Xbox digital broadcast for Tokyo Game Show. Why would they do that? I think they've done this before. I'm now, I'm now looking it up to see if I type in Xbox Tokyo Game Show 2022. Yeah, Tokyo Game Show. Xbox had a stream. Let's see what they announced. Let's see. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, play Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony. Um, there was a new Overwatch 2 character, uh, Kiriko. Nino Kuni, which is funny. I was going to bring up Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch remastered uh, was there. There was a Persona 5 Royal trailer, and uh, there was a trailer for multiple Personas. Guilty Gear Strive coming to Game Pass, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Ayuden uh, uh, Chronicles, 100 Heroes. So it's like, it, I, you're getting those level of announcements, which is actually pretty neat. Like, this actually yeah. is bigger than what I would have thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, we Pal World. Kojima game, right? Like, I mean, Kojima game would be bigger than any of the things that we just mentioned. Oh, for sure. But, yeah an update maybe i mean even if it's not a trailer or a reveal like maybe kojima just talking about some of the cloud stuff that he's doing with it mm -hmm. i could see that hey this is potentially exciting which is way more than i expected from a tgs announcement so let's stay tuned and figure out how that goes but tgs bless death loop comes to xbox <laughs> should we live react to tgs <laughs> 2 a.m <laughs> oh yeah 2 a.m no Probably we're not, doing not. That. uh but it, yeah it's set for 2 a.m i don't even know when this is Whenever it is, it's so far away. Yeah. If I want to know what's coming to Mom and Grub Shops, where would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't find the button. Olive Party says this is the event I expect Monster Hunter World to. Ooh. September 21st is when it's happening. Okay. September Couple 21st. Weeks. Couple weeks. 2 a.m. I found the button. 
Up today, we got Faye Farm on Switch and PC. If you want to get Joey's thoughts on all of that, she came on the Gamescast this week to give her review of the game. So you can check that out. Uh, NBA 2K24 is out on literally everything right now. You know what's uh, funny? I have not played NBA 2K since probably like 2K12 mm-hmm. or some shit. And I used to play Hella 2K um, back in the day. I've just realized it's been like 10 years. If I picked up 2K24, that shit would blow my mind, right? No, have they not changed in 10 years? No, they're awful. Uh, Andy <laughs> says they're awful. Never mind. Andy will be joining us in a couple of minutes. Never mind. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but Synced coming to PC and Anonymous Code coming to PC, PS4, and Switch. Some new dates for you. Uh, Japanese Rural Life Adventure is coming to Apple Arcade on September 15th. Uh, deals of the day, Requiem Avenging Angel. Damn, is it that bad? Everybody in chat is like, yo, it's awful. Don't do it. It's like they're warning me from going to like the wrong neighborhood or something. Like, don't, don't go there. Don't go to NBA 2K. Huh. Dang. Yeah, they're, they're really against it. We got LOV saying, no, they're good now. Okay. That, yeah, that guy in chat says 2K is sick. But does he mean like sick? Sick is in like it'll make you ill. Yeah. Um, no, what's good says NBA 2K23 was good. Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. But I just, I, I imagine it's not the jump from like, you know, when we went from to like, 2003 basketball games to 2013 basketball games. And it's like, this is a different mm-hmm. universe here. I was, in my head, I was like, what if it's like that? What if I pick it up? Because look, I pl- the last NBA games I was playing was probably like PS3, maybe late PS3, maybe early PS4. Like we're a generation later. That shit has to, there has to be some kind of like. Law of diminishing returns. You know, like expectations. I think you, even though you haven't played more in-depth games, animations, you played other games. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, I played Final Fantasy 16 a few months ago, and that shit was crazy. You did. Uh, Requiem Avenging Angels now free to download on GOG until September 11th. Um, Somebody says you like FIFA, and that never changes. But FIFA 13 to FIFA 23 is a different beast. Like, yeah, like, the changes are... It's not the same as 2003 to, 20, to 2013. It's not that. But, like, it's still a big jump between... From a decade, right? Like, they're iterating every year, and those iterations add up. Uh, let's go to You're Wrong. See what we got wrong today. Oh shit, there's a lot. Oh, this is um, this is from yesterday, but I want to read it here. Joe Ritson saying Tim asked for editorial on dev kits to release date. Based on earlier rumors of March 2023 dev kits, Switch 2 release window could be January 2024 to August 2024. Based on August dev kits, it means a window from July 24 to December 24. Based on dev kit leaks for PS5. 12 months, Xbox Series, 10 months, mm. and NX, 17 months. Also, oh. last Wii Special Edition, besides Mini, was 12 months before Wii U. 12 months after new Red Switch is October 2024. So, I love this. That's great. Like, that's looking at the facts. And again, Nintendo doesn't necessarily follow patterns, um, but we're talking about hardware here. So, yeah, I think that January to August 2024, which is where we've all kind of been speculating, anyways. Yeah. But that, now it's backed up by a little bit more. Okay. I mean, the dev kids aren't out, right? Like, Nintendo was just show, showing uh, off the console. Yeah. Closed door. Yeah. But I mean, I think that but this like, info is even like, yeah. When we first started even hearing the dev uh, kids were like being used. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Christian GB. Morrowind never made it to PlayStation. Oblivion was 360 for only only for a year. So it made it to PlayStation eventually. Cool. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, was Morrowind on? Where one was original Xbox? Was Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. OG Xbox. Yeah. 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 Um, then we got 
Nano, okay, so this this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, while I was saying this, I was like, I, I'm assuming things here, but I hadn't actually seen the numbers. Forza Horizon 5 beat Starfield with 10 million players in the first week of launch. Halo Infinite reached 20 million two months after launch. So we're already at a point that it's not actually breaking records. Well, not yet. Like, we're, we're talking about first few days. Because Starfield only came out, uh, what, like three days ago? And so when you say first week, You're like, right. You're right. Forza Horizon 5, that was a yet. full week. We haven't had a full week yet. Yeah. So... We'll see. We'll probably get there. Let's see you next week. Um, Let's see. The last F-Zero was Climax. <laughs> was that true? Mm-hmm. Was there an F-Zero Climax? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came out October 20, 2004. What platform was that on? I'm pretty sure that was GBA. Uh, Game Boy it was Advance. Maximum Velocity and I think... F-Zero uh, Climax. F-Zero. It might have been the arcade. No, it was AX. F Zero Climax. You like? Wait, what? It's Captain Falcon Roman. Yeah, GB, characters in that GB game. Uh, <laughs> God damn! You make um, my heart go fast. I'm sorry, that was bad. Sorry, 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 sorry. Nano says uh, we're 19 years from the last F Zero game. F Zero GP Legend came out in 2004 in the U.S. Uh, and F Zero Climax was Japan only Game Boy Advance game. Oh, okay. Uh, Nano says Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts has had several trailers at TGS for three. It revealed Big Hero 6 and its Remind DLC at TGS. Yeah. And Kingdom Hearts has had trailers at Xbox E3s. So mm. it's not as bizarre anymore for uh, it to, yeah. to go down where it, it, it could happen. I don't expect it, but like I also didn't expect Kingdom Hearts 4 to have a trailer yet, and it did. So I want a Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer at TGS, and it opens up, and we're in the prison from Andor. <laughs> And they're like, this is the whole level. It's just the prison ship. This is the whole game. Yeah, this is all. This is this all is the it. star. This is the only Star Wars you're getting. It's just the prison ship from Andor. Nope, you know how to swim. Uh, but yeah, that's it, everybody. That's been kind of funny games daily. Let me tell you about next week's host. And I'm going to do it backwards. I want to build up to a reveal here. Build up to on Friday. It'll be me and Bless. Mm-hmm. On Thursday, it'll be Bless and me. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, it'll be Bless and Andy Cortez. Oh, that should be fun. Tuesday. Bless and Janet. Mm. But on Monday, it's Blessing at AOEA Jr. And Sam Lake. Whoa. Wait, am I on every day this week? Next week? I am. You are. I you am. are. Oh, yeah, Sam week. Lake. That's going to be pretty neat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Fun time for everybody. Let me talk about Alan Wake a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe ask. I don't know if Sam Lake worked on control. I need to look up all my Sam Lake Get details. your Sam Lake back. <laughs> yeah, I need Sam to spruce up on Sam Lake by the time I get there, which I will. But yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. Uh, you know what else is exciting? Andy Cortez is about to join us for the KFGD post show. You can get your super chats in over on YouTube and we will answer them. Uh, but until next time, this has been kind of funny games daily. where each and every weekday. We come at you with all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch live in all the places you can watch, not live in all the places you can listen as a podcast. We like to give you, we're talking about max Payne for sure, but until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Post show time, baby. Welcome to the stage, Andy Cortez. Tim, did you ever play Max Payne back in the day? Max Payne 1, yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. The game was pretty cool. Andy! Thank you, Kevin. Woo! But uh, yeah, never, I never played 2 or 3. I've always wanted to play 3. 3 always looked really cool to me. Let me tell you about NBA 2K, Bless. Yeah, tell me. It's the worst feeling online game you'll ever play in your life. Mm. I'm talking worse than Smash Bros. on when that Brawl. shit first launched. Like... All it's the worst feeling 
online multiplayer game. Oh no. You're always stuck in mud. I'd say if you're not going to play online, pretty decent game. Okay. If you want to make a my player, if you want to make your career mm. and watch yourself like talking to some celebrity who maybe they brought into the game, maybe like Kevin Hart's in the game. I don't know. They always do like little collabs like uh, that. It was that that one uh year where they put Jay What's Cole? Kevin doing? I I don't know. I'm, there's too much light in my eyes, Kev. I just see a silhouette of you moving. Away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no worries. Sorry. It looked like he was doing like the, the backstreet boys. <laughs> like, really that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to say, Kev? Oh, I was just going to step away for like five minutes. Oh, that's cool. cool. Oh, okay. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, Wait, was... Is there more lights than normal? I don't know. There's no. just something about like, there's a lot of. Right. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Actually, I, yeah, I don't know if these today. are the games. Oh, no, this is a post show. Never mind. Yeah, yeah the, post, the post show lights different. Yeah, they have um, it's what what's the other show? The KF podcast lights. Um, you know what I think it is? I think I just looked straight into the light, and so sure. now my eyes are all. Oh, uh, okay. You it's got funny. That like Tim mentioning the lights, I'm now seeing all the lights that we have in the studio. I've never once paid attention to. All <laughs> There's a lot of them, and now like they're distracting. I'm like, there's a lot. There's of a whole lights. lot of them. God damn, it's lights different for some reason. It's like when you kind of like randomly read a tweet that's like, <laughs> you can never. Deep. See your nose, and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna think about this all day. That's yeah. the, the rest like, of my life. I'm never, you know, like, yeah, that whole thing's really, really bothersome. Those tweets bothersome. fuck me up. And me dude. too, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> they guy. ruined my week. Now here's you my can nose. Never see your nose. Like, like just tweets like that were like, you, you know, your, no, your nose is in your nose. like vision, but you never like notice it. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, exactly. Okay. I, that's I that's what it was. Yeah. I got a You ever think about breathing? Fucks me up every single it, time. When, when you hyper focus on the breathing, it really gets you. Like I cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah, you're like, what if I forget? Yeah, but if I forget to you know what, guys, it stops. I got one of those sweets for y'all. Okay, oh, he's got I was one. gonna save this for a KF podcast, and maybe right. I will rebring it up with a, a different group. But I want to, I want to share it with y'all. Okay, I saw a tweet that said, "And Kev, I, I'm gonna need you to to be quiet for just a little bit." Okay, <laughs> I, like, well, I, just, I know you, I know you're gonna want to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, "Did you guys know?" A lot of people think the asteroids wiped out the dinosaurs at, at well, ah, sorry, let me say this again. Did you guys know a lot of people think the asteroid wiped the dinosaurs out by like hitting them all at once? <laughs> and then a quote tweet that says, now I'm not saying I thought this, but hypothetically, how did the asteroid kill them? <laughs> For those who don't know. It, uh, it fucked up the atmosphere, right? It, it was like a whole, I mean, it, it created like massive, like worldwide destruction. Yeah. Like, it like hit, yeah. the, I mean, the way I, I view it, right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you think the asteroid came into the atmosphere no. and then like targeted all of them? No, no, yeah. <laughs> Broke apart like a cluster was, missile. Like five asteroids <laughs> came from different directions, hit every fucking dinosaur. No, the way I view it, right? The asteroid hit Earth and then like Earth's air just got real fucked up. And fucky, and like they just couldn't exist in that environment. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> so, so, so yeah. So of course, a lot of people are kind of coming in. So, uh, someone responds. You know, a big rock hits dirt. Dirt goes up into the sky, blocks the sun. No sun means no plants. No plants. There's mm. no food for the leaf eaters. No leaf eaters means no food for the sharp. No brontosaurus. Um, and then how long did it take for, for that to happen though? Because like, are you telling me the asteroid hit Earth and then like it was like five weeks <laughs> like for the ripple effects? Like the herbivores had to die before the the carnivores died. I mean, yeah. ain't no way it happened like that, right? It had to happen like all at once. What? Do you think some herbivores res like resorted to becoming meat eaters? I think they had to, right? Damn, They're desperate. It took uh, a month. 
But the person replies, hmm, less interesting than asteroids with great aim. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then yeah. someone else replies, uh, finally got banned from Flat Earth Discord by posting a forbidden image. And it's just this image of Flat Earth and asteroid hitting it and flinging the dinosaur. Hitting <laughs> <laughs> the, the side of it and it topples face. over. Uh, the, the original person replies, okay, be straight with me. Did any dinosaurs get killed by getting hit by the meteor? Surely <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Like, it had hit at least like yeah. a couple. I'm sure there may have been some yeah. things in that area. <laughs> Some <unlucky> dinosaur. <laughs> I just Fred the dinosaur I that hit by the comet. Everybody's talking about him. Like, yo, Fred got fucking hit by that. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear about Fred, and then five weeks later, like, fuck. <laughs> There's no herbivores left. <laughs> Shit was fucking killing me, and I, I love it because this is just such a classic Tim moment where, of course, Andy knows this shit. He's Mr. Fucking Dinosaur. Bless. I'm pretty impressed with you. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Kevin, you. oh, of course he knows. I looked at it. I've just never thought about it. You know what I mean? Did I mm -hmm. think that the fucking asteroid like target locked everybody? No, mm. but I definitely didn't not think it. See, I, I can imagine you thinking like maybe the um, graphic from Oppenheimer where they show like the possibility of a nuclear bomb going off or atomic bomb going off and then like the whole world getting like in, engulfed by flames. Mm. I could understand how you yeah, would think that. Something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I just, I had never thought about it past the point of it just kind of coming in and conking them. I would have parried it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen the clip of like somebody Fuck parrying yeah. an atomic bomb? Fuck yeah. Or nuclear bomb, whatever. That game looks cool. awesome, whatever that is. And then the, from Bungie, the marathon, uh, I guess, lead producer, the guy working on, uh, working on marathon, mm -hmm. retweeted that and was like, this is the best that, like video you'll ever see on the internet. And it's just like, some cool sort looking dude just parrying a nuke and you just see like that's awesome. Yeah, it like yeah, parts like the awesome. red sea. Yeah, it looks like a like a DBZ sort of thing. Anyway, welcome to your super chat with your super hosts, everybody. Leave your super chats, leave your resubscription messages. And I just want to get back to it. Some people are like, you know, Andy, uh, Andy's wrong about 2K. I'm not. Mm. I I just dare you. 2K defenders. I dare you to just play 2K online. And you move like you're gonna get crossed over so bad. The whole time you're just you're just constantly going the wrong way. It feels like garbage to play. Um, but create your player. Maybe talk to you know talk to Jamie Fox or something. Mm. Whatever celebrity. What, is J Cole in that game? Like in the, in the year that he came that he was on the cover. Because J Cole was like on the 2K22 cover. Maybe it was I, when his last album. Came. I don't know, but I highly recommend people go back and just YouTube. I, I've talked about this about five times now in my history here. Kind of funny. Um, but just YouTube NBA players acting 2K. Oh, I've, I've seen these clips. Those, those clips are so great. Terrible. Have, have, yeah, the Eric Gordon just being like, what you need to do, man, is not worry and sweat the small stuff. Like, you get yeah. to, like he's taking <laughs> breaks in between. Like, Editors, we can cut these lines up a little bit. I saw a, a, a Twitter video yesterday that was a clip from, like, one of the 2000-era WWE games um like maybe smackdown versus raw or something like that mm -hmm. like the early ones and it was that same thing but it was a uh, kane and chris jericho acting but like it was the in-game version of that mm -hmm. so it's just them reading lines and it's just so funny because it's lines that these men these characters would never oh say. okay but it was kane holding up fucking uh these like little little tiny panties and just being like 
these are Trish Stratus's panties. And Chris Jericho's like, yeah, I'd like to see her in those. And it, Kane's like, I'd like to see her out of them. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. What the fuck is happening? Kane's like, never horny. <laughs> it's just Kane does weird. not get horny. Oh, yeah, horny Kane does not. I don't know. Horn does not have. Or, I mean, I Kane does not have. <laughs> Kane does not have sexual desires. Yeah, I'm just going to say this right not. now. I, uh, dude, I remember like SmackDown vs. Raw 2000, either 2007 or 2008. Playing through the story mode, there's just hella typos in the, <laughs> <laughs> the subtitles. Because like the subtitles were like required or whatever. So like I'm like reading as they're saying, I'm like, it's not what that that's not what they said. And also they spelled this word wrong. And like there's like, <laughs> put like a comma in here. <laughs> um, let's read some messages from all y'all generous supporters over on YouTube, over on Twitch. Party McFly with a five dollar super chat asks, Are you guys fans of the freestyle rapper Harry Mack? He did a crazy collab with Loop Daddy Mark Ribolet a while back. It's amazing. I, legitimately, there is not enough hyperbole in the world to explain the talent of Harry Mack. Mm. I, I, it is a magic trick beyond magic tricks. I honestly feel he is one of the most talented human beings on this planet. Wow. I do not understand how he does what he does, but... He freestyles in a way where we've all seen people like whether it's artists we like or people that are just specific freestyle guys mm -hmm. that at a live show will just be like, give me a couple words and I'll freestyle about it. And then like he's they like kind of somehow get those words. Greg Miller eating a donut. He's going to go nuts. He's going to eat some coffee and fucking. Oh, God. Oh, you're was that, that was a, <laughs> a Simpsons ass donut. <laughs> that was distracting. Gary brought donuts, everybody. Oh, Gary yeah, brought donuts. Dog. Don't forget his hit book, Gun Dogs, out next like, week. Doesn't this donut look like it should like replace an O? <laughs> yeah. Kind of funny.com slash gun dog. Pre order now. Pre order now, everybody. Pre order now. Um, Cover art looks dope as shit. Well, one thing that Mike can do after he eats a donut is brush his teeth. With the stupid fucking purple toothpaste that he bought off of TikTok. He did the oh, did he actually he buy bought it? the high his smile, high smile, whatever toothpaste. And Mike's like, my teeth look water. I got the purple. I got the purple. Can you just like do something to help yourself that's real? Why do you fall for these scams? <laughs> the TikTok algorithm got me, Tim. <laughs> I was hoping, like anytime I've right. seen this ad, I'm like, I hope Mike never sees it. Tim, you this. wanna try it? No. Just put it on one tooth. My, it's the you biggest. Know, put it on one tooth. <laughs> put it on one tooth. <laughs> They're so white. <laughs> they were always they white, white, though. Are like here's... White? Really? That's great. It's yeah, working. It's, working. Really it's not. Tim. The... I've used it twice. That means it's working. Tim, the, fucking, the fucking video. There have been so many people debucking this guy. He's holding a banana. And then he's like, notice the color yellow. But when you walk behind and he walks behind like a big kind of like purple... I don't know, like thing. He walks behind the the thing with a banana, and the banana turns white, and it loses the yellow. He's like, like whitening your teeth is simply yeah, color yeah, theory. Crazy, and there's all these scientists being like, no, that's not how, this isn't real. Like, it, I say we man, all come together. We put our we put our th fingers out. We just wipe it on one tooth and see if it gets whiter. You know what I mean? Let's just see what happens. Let's can you happens. can you come up with? Any more reasons for me to dislike you? Like you just but like every. <laughs> but I missed you. <laughs> I missed you. He wants. He wants me to delete my sixty-plus hour Baldur's Gate save because you got to play with me, Andy. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. He's like, yeah, but you. That could be us, you and me. <laughs> like I'm already there. I'm so. Fr Can I tell you? We went. <laughs> we we went to like our third softball game, right? Weeks and weeks and weeks. Ago. Anything for Andy's love. And like, <laughs> we finished the softball game. We're like, uh, we're on our way to a bar afterwards. It's me, him. 
Roger and Katie and we're hanging out and like at one point we we're like, yo, how great is this? And like Mike's like, yeah, man, this is awesome. We should get Nick and Andy to come. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, just enjoy your time here <laughs> with the people that are here. <laughs> you spend all your time with them. It's whatever. <laughs> we don't hang out, Mike. Look, the thing with Mike Appreciate is me. it's whatever he's doing. There's always something better. Bless you. Got to understand that when he's hanging out with me, there's always other places he'd rather be. That's it's just, just the fact that we're like, we just got on with such a fun softball <laughs> game, too. And all he could think about was like, man, I wish Nick and Andy were here. I think Tim told me that like he told his softball stories or maybe it was Roger who was telling me this and he was like, yeah, it was awesome. The only thing that could make it better is if Nick and Andrew were there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what an actual the absolute worst. Um, we have a resubscription from Endless Dark with 39 months of resubscription. Thank you, Endless Dark. Light X with a $10 super chat. The reporting on engagement for a subscription service seems hollow to me. What does it really mean? How many are old subs and new subs? How many were sales slash early access? We need more transparency. Come on, Starfield. Yeah. I agree with that. And uh, you all mentioning earlier, you know, will this, you know, we haven't had the full time with it. Will it actually surpass Halo of Forza? I, it, I feel like if there was no early access in this case, if it was just all one shebang, everybody go get it. Mm -hmm. All the game passages, all, like, to have everybody in one moment, like it, it's reaching fever pitch in that moment, I feel like it would be higher. If these numbers report, if the reports end up coming out that they are lower than Forza or Halo, I wouldn't be too surprised. If they were just like, if they never exceeded it because of what early access did, because of all the people paying a hundred bucks to play a week early or whatever, that wouldn't surprise me too much. Cause those numbers of just early access players was pretty staggering. Yeah, and I need, I need to find the Phil Spencer tweet because now I forgot. I forgot how um, I forgot about early access, and I want to know how that factors into the um, like the launch numbers. Like, are those counted? Are is it we're counting the first three days plus? Do they roll the over? Week before? <laughs> yeah, do roll they roll over minutes? Are these rollover users? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I'm just most interested in seeing what it ends up being next week, despite all that stuff, because I still think it is going to. I still, and I think that that's just because there's the growing user base of game pass and this being the biggest hit critically and in terms of like what the game is it's a bethesda game coming out on game pass like we haven't seen this yet so i feel like uh it, it's going to be huge i'm just interested in what that means going forward for it all and then in terms of the transparency and all that stuff i mean like yeah that all that stuff would be nice but that's like not really necessary yeah like they're not talking they're, about they're not doing this for like this this isn't a um quarter like end of quarter we're gonna de debrief you on all of like our numbers and statistics and all that stuff this is just them celebrating yeah. the numbers of starfield right and like but yeah the tweet is from starfield as of this morning starfield has already surpassed six million players making the biggest but that's the game launch of all time so you assume that encompasses early access leading into around the first three days it is a it is a fascinating thing getting into like first week numbers for a game that was already early access for a week that i'm like I don't if, if they want to do it, they can do it, right? They can frame it that way. But like that is going to have an asterisk next next to it for me because like that's a that's a hard one to quantify or it's a weird one to quantify. But yeah, I can see I can see it getting there. I'm I'm trying to think at the end of the first by the time we get to next, let's say next Wednesday, right? Because this game came out a couple of days ago. I gotta imagine, yeah, like 15 million just based on the conversation, based mm -hmm. on like the um based on like the momentum that this game has right like it feels like it's it feels like it's only going going to go up from here and i think i think it has to hit those forza numbers at least man you also see the ship i'm working on now it's insane <laughs> yeah oh my god what's the name oh. of it 
Well, my well, my first ship was Burning Star Five, and now that this one is kind of changing so radically, uh, at one point DJ Kenzo was like, "It looks like a sword. You should name it Excalibur." And I was like, "I like I like the concept there, but what I'm gonna do it is I want to make it maybe all like kind of." tealish and light blue and call it the moonlight for the moonlight greatsword in all of like uh, the from software games like mm -hmm. in every game they put a moonlight greatsword in it like whether it's armored core or dark souls or bloodborne there's always a different iteration of it moonlight's just a dope yeah. Yeah. ship too yeah yeah fucking cool uh it's looking awesome the last night i just i spent so much time i saw it. an article about how somebody is uh, made a ship where they're not getting hit in ship battles because the ship is just is in the shape of an l and somehow, because of that, like they're just not getting hit. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I, I should do that. That's cool. <laughs> uh, McNux with a 59 month resubscription says, Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you, McNux. Pep and Ched. That's a good name. <laughs> Prime, 21 months. Nanosecond Gaming, 63 months. Says, it's time for gamers. It's always our time, Nano. Mm -hmm. Derifto, 35 months. P. Wendell, 30 months. We have Dan H with a $3 super chat. Just said Dingus. Thank Dingus. You. Niche. Or Knitch. Thank you for your prime gaming for 24 months total. Hard to find. A 10-month member over on the YouTube side says, Andy, I got unsold off your recommendation. I'm a physical copy, baby, so I had to wait until today. Hard to find. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever recommended unsold. I know I've talked about it and like in previous, but... Oh, I thought he was saying that there was a game that that he was unsold, unsold on. Him on. No. A game called Unsold. There's a game called Unsold. I don't know if I've ever played. I've I talked about. Is it, like, is it like an anti Souls game? No, it's like a it's like a top down kind of hyper light drifter ish, mm. but like more medieval fantasy. Is it sold like S O L D or S O U L D? S O U L D. S O U L E D. Um. Yeah. Oh. I was talking about got Unsold. I yeah. See. I, yeah, okay. the game is called Unsold. I thought they were saying that, like, hey, your recommendation recommendation you gave me, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Devinster with a $5 super chat says, hey, all, Tim, I'm looking to get my audio setup updated. What's your receiver speaker setup? Would you like to get something quality for game, or I would like to get something quality for games and movies? Um, I recommend like a JBL little. <laughs> yeah, no, little I, my receiver's a Morantz. Um, and which Morantz is just like the fancier Denon. Um, but yeah, either of those are going to be great. And then the speaker setup I have are the, the Kefs, K-E-F. Highly recommend them. They're beautiful. They sound fantastic. And they have a nice range from low that are still pretty damn good. And then the, you can go as high as you want. John Morantz. Um, $5 Super Chat from SA. Is it Satwood or is it S-A-T Wood? Because S-A is like capitalized. Uh, hey, Tim, have you seen the Santa Cruz Pokemon collab? Each deck is even packaged like the cards. It's pretty cool. No. Santa Cruz, is that a brand? Yeah. The whole city's like... <laughs> Santa Cruz is like a skate collab and skate culture. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. CJ Freddy with a $2 super chat says, where do y'all get good graphic t-shirts? the internet these days yeah it's or, or from brands man yeah like, maybe like a i love buying a t-shirt or two from a pax blessing if oh, i okay. if i mean i haven't been there in like six years or whatever but let's go to PAX I, next year when i go to a convention i'm like oh i want to at least leave with something you know yeah um graphic tees that i buy every year i like getting the whatever the agdq awesome games done quick or the summer games done quick 
their charity t-shirt is one that I'll always buy. They always have really awesome designs through the Yeti. Kev, can you bring up what I just sent you? SantaCruzSkateboards.com slash Pokemon. Cool. This collection is upsettingly cool. Yeah. And the way they're doing it is fucked up, but it makes me want to do it even more. <laughs> Scroll down. They have these decks, skate decks you can get with the uh, Pokemon designs. Like that Pikachu, the black and white looking Pikachu, yeah. that's sick as fuck. Uh, that's but super dope. Scroll down more. So you buy it. It's like a booster pack. It's blind oh. of which one you get. Mm. And you get a random assorted one. And then they have gold ones. Oh, that are rare. Scroll down even more. It's like a yeah, golden shiny. ticket. Oh, dude. He's Look at those! Oh wow! Fuck! Sick, <laughs> That's so God sick! Damn. Oh man! Yeah, everyone, don't let me get these. Do not let me get these. I don't need these. What if you open I it up in the these. store and you're like, "I need to return this. I don't <laughs> like this one. This is bad." Uh, just get one. <laughs> just get one. Put it up on the wall. Oh That's the water. God. Uh, we got a two dollars super chat from CJ Splits on says, "When is Spider Man two? What? October twentieth. October twentieth." I have a tab open that's just Keith Urban. What? I'm like going through, I'm closing all my tabs. <laughs> tab of Keith Urban. And I got to a tab of Keith Urban that I forgot about. Uh, Sith Warlock, 52 months of resubscription with Prime. Thank you, Sith Warlock. Beneficial, 36 months. That's three years right there, Big Dog. Says, uh, let's go, baby. Thank you, Beneficial. Game Over Ghosty with a $10 super chat. Almost named my son after you, Blessing. He was born last Tuesday. Oh. My girlfriend changed her mind last minute, shaking my head. Greg sucks. Let Tim host always. Andy for next, Tony Stark. Miss Nick. I'm out. Mic drop. Game over. Go see. Congrats. And I have a little baby. Yeah, congrats, like congrats on the baby. That's awesome. Blessing. Name the next one, Blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do a middle name. If you guys ever name your kids after me, please let me know. I, I want to know that. Jace <laughs> the Drone. Says, nice shirt. Anything, I'll get one myself. Hey, thank you for your 23 months resubscription, Jace the Drone. Yeah, we should all buy Andy t-shirts. I hear we're buying things. <laughs> what are we going to buy? <laughs> I mean, playing, get, playing Starfield with Mike, and Mike was like, oh, I just throw my problem. I throw my money problems in it. Or like, I'll, anything I need to solve, if I can give them money to solve my issue in Starfield, I'm going to do Tim, it. these jabronis are out there in space mm-hmm. asking me to solve their problems. No. Oh, way. I have $4,000 I need. I need $2,000. Sir, I have half a million dollars. Take it. Get out of here. I'll tell you what, Mike. Get out of here, street rat. Mike, I had a little mission the other day that kind of bummed me out. Because, you know, sometimes you give away money, and maybe you just want a little thanks. Maybe you like, what's the reward for Uh this money I'm giving out in this video game? And this this lady in a very, very kind of poor area of the world didn't have a whole lot of money. was like, I just want to go to school, but I just can't afford the blah, blah, blah. I was like... Here, it's on me. Gave her a twenty thousand dollar, and I was like, "Here's a little scholarship." I forget the line. Oh Gave God. her twenty k. She was like, "Oh, thank you so much! Wow, I can't believe it!" And the next line of dialogue was like, "So, like, what else do you do around here?" And she was like, oh, "I just do this and that." I was like, "All right, well, I guess that's the end of like." That's, I thought so I, I thought you were gonna be like, "Shit, man! Here, here's my ship." Actually, like, like that. Nothing. I got nothing for it, Mike. You don't get anything. Nothing to that, show. But you know for what we could get. Those skateboards. Yo, some Pokemon skateboards in the house? But mystery decks? Come on, man. That's the new thing. I don't don't know if you've seen those. That's the new hotness, right? So they've been the mystery deck skateboard decks, right? Where you buy the package. You don't know what's inside of it. Is it the Ultra Foil Venom Edition? Is it the cool Spider-Man? They've been doing that for a while now. And then they did the sneakers on top of that, too. 
Who in God's name really? would want to buy a just random pack sneakers? What if I get the ugly blue beast sneakers? Like, I don't want those fuzzy things on my feet. <laughs> I clearly want the fucking OG goddamn Wolverine ones, y'all. But that shit be lit, y'all. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking I love about the anymore. Energy, I don't know where he's yeah. at right now. <laughs> Mentally, uh, game over ghosty says, uh, oh, another two dollar super chat says, I picks picks the mic back up. Actually, Greg sucks, so dropped the mic earlier in the last one. Oh, I like picked that. it back oh, up, I just added one more. Yeah. Greg sucks. Thank you, game over ghosty. Call me Aurelius with 18 months of resubscription says, What's your ultimate convenience store snack food for road trips? Ooh, for road trips, I do like beef jerky quite a bit. Ooh, yeah. oh, that's, the, that's the only good. time I'll have beef jerky is on a road trip. I like hot Cheetos fries also. But like those, Man, those are great. My dude. thing about road trips is I don't want to get like dusty fingers. You know, like I'm not. I, I feel like it's kind of gross. I'm I know not, what you I mean. Like the horse it. See, that's what I do the same oh, thing. Come yeah. on, because I don't like licking a... my fingers either. Like unless I'm in private and I know, like I'll wash my hands before. Like I need to be. I need to make sure I'm clean before I'm like getting all up in there. I go goldfish crackers because mm -hmm. if for whatever reason that batch of flaming hot whatever it is I'm buying gives me gives me some sort of stomach issue. Mm. I don't want to have to like pull over the road. You're like that's been happening to me a lot. The, the least offensive one that I could eat is a is just goldfish crackers because they're not going to make me just like want to take a shit. You know, yeah. I'm not a big snacker, so even on road trips, I'm, I'm so pretty, jealous of you. I wish yeah, I wasn't. But a like, snacker. I'm with you with the jerky. But if I'm like, there's something about road trips. You know, we always talk about ginger ale on airplanes. There's something about road trips that I'm like, fuck it. The hostess section. I'm getting me too. I'm getting something. Me you know? too. Hostess cupcake, maybe a fucking my favorite. Polo. My favorite are the uh, zingers. Yeah, <laughs> the little long ones. Uh, why are you laughing? I've they're, never heard of a zinger. You never heard of a zinger? <laughs> no. That's like a three pack. They're like kind of like imagine a Twinkie, but a little bit smaller. But they got kind of like the frosting that I prefer that oh. cakes have. I like that kind of like super um, soft. No, 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 no. It's like a frosting that. Has a bit more texture through it. Hmm. Maybe I'm miss thinking about zingers. Them. Look like a different. No, Twinkie. that's not a zinger. No, I'm thinking of something else. Then. Oh no! Wait! No! 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 This is a zinger. Yeah. That. Th those. I get those. These guys yeah. Because like it's just got they've got such good frosting on top. They're cream filled. Mm. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, actually, but the you know what? These kind of look like, good. I get the chocolate ones. I, I've never tried the other ones. But the uh, I just I love the flavor and texture of the, of the frosting. Um, Let's see. Tyler Washington became a four-month member on YouTube. Says, Andy, you say Kane's not horny, but in the storyline, he got Lita pregnant. No, but I, what I need you to know is that Kane is much uh, very similar to like a, a beast in the wild where sex happens because it's in Kane's nature, not because of sexual pleasure. Like mm -hmm. dolphins are the only animals that have sex because they like the way it feels. Like they seek the pleasure of like banging. A lot of other animals just bang because it's like their internal instincts are saying, you need to reproduce, you know, like mm -hmm. I need to go like bang it out or whatever. But Kane, while he's having sex, is not having fun. It's not a pleasurable time for him, you know? He's not moaning in like, you know, happiness. He's just doing the thing that his internal body is telling him to do. He doesn't even know? take the mask off. Do doesn't. No. no, he doesn't. He has a mask down there too. Whoa. It's got the little slits <laughs> the tip of it. <laughs> it's called a condom. <laughs> those moments where I'm just like, I'm just going to let Andy go. I'm going to let him go. Uh, TJ Perry with a $5 super chat. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, God. I was going to say. <laughs> he has like a little thing like covering his balls, but one ball is left free. Like his arms. 
sleeves. TJ Perry, thank you. Master is broken, man. Thank you for a $5 super gen. Says, Bless, have you played AC6's PvP yet? I have a phobia from soft games, but I cannot stop thinking about Armored Core 6. It plays great on Backbone 2. Hashtag oh, yeah. PS Portal. Man, I wish I got more into the PvP. Like, I, I, I wanted to play it, but then Starfield came in and, like, other games came yeah. in. And so I've not had the time to go back and just, like, sit and do PvP. And, all, and also, like, I think I've moved, <laughs> I've moved past that part of my life now with, with Armored Core 6, where now it's, it's been enough weeks where I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up again. Like, I fucking love that game, obviously. And like, um, you beat it. You I, beat I, it twice. I, I beat it twice. Yeah. You know, I played the PvP stuff that I did, and then I just moved on to other games. And it's hard for me to get my brain back into Armored Core mode because that is a difficult game. That is a game that you kind of have to like put yourself into. And so, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, Armored Core PvP is one that I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to. Don't feel but bad about it. I, w I wish I had the time because if it was any other year, I think I would. The thing I don't like about a lot of Soul style. Um, PVPs is that it's so like meta based. Yeah. You have to know the things like, to use. If weapons. you're going into a battle without the top four things that people use, you're fucked. And I just like, yeah. I don't love adhering to that. I wish like everybody had a chance, you know what I mean? Regardless yeah. of, of what your setup was. Portland Kevin with a $2 super chat says, Any KF crew planning to come to the PDX meetup? Don't you know what PDX is? What's that? And that PDX Phoenix is Phoenix and Dallas. <laughs> Cross. They mean the middle. <laughs> they mean the middle. The coordinates exactly yeah. half, at the halfway point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No idea what that is, Portland Kevin. Oh, Portland. I mean, Port Portland Kevin. PDA. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. It's Friday, everybody. Portland. We're really just trying. Damn nerd. Oh, the Portland <laughs> thing. It's the um. Portland. Man, the Manitoba. Or I, th I think that's what it was. Manitoba. The the thing that that's Greg, somewhere in like Russia. Right? This is where I go to Google. Oh, the funny word. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what a lot of Greg's things can boil down to is like, oh, the funny word a he word, laughed word, about. Yeah, exactly. That we're, we're not joking oh, about anymore. Moltnama. Yeah, yeah, there yes, it is. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there will be a meetup there. Candy cane. Oh yeah. Oh, we have it in like uh, somebody wrote into the, the thing. And I put it. We can go see Khalif. Yeah. Oh, the Portland Kevin. I see. Yeah. Portland, Portland Kevin wrote into the squad up and said, "What's up, guys? This is a quick reminder that I've scheduled a Portland KFBF meetup on Saturday, September 30th, from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Lucky Lab Public House at 7675 Southwest Capitol Highway. To any KFBFs in the area, come hang out, get a drink or some pizza, and meet some fellow best friends. I'll also be uh, giving away a handful of digital codes for various Marvel ah. MCU movies that I have lying around." Uh, look for the guy in the kind of funny shirt and N7 hat. Come over and say beyond. I almost read Lucky Lab Public House is Lucky Lab Pubic House. <laughs> I was able to stop myself. <laughs> Proud of you. Proud of you. Thank you. Uh, Candy Cane with 21 months of resubscription. Thank you, Candy Cane. Blanket Fort, 78 months. Says, Love you guys. Love you, Blanket Fort. Thanks for your 78 months using Prime. Zaxxon Galaxian, 100 biddies. The game where you parry a nuke is called VA Proxy. It describes itself as an open-world action game with fast-paced combat like Nier and DMC. Hopefully it cool. delivers. It looks really flashy and cool. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of the... The Forgotten Land? Well, no, no, no. Well, yeah, of course. It reminds me a lot of the art style from the Machine Underground, the Man in the Machine, the... What's that game called? The one that had, like, that super sick art style, kind of puzzly. They also did the... The one with the fly, um, man, seeing a lot of stuff right now, huh? Yeah, Wait, creature in the well? Creature in the well. 
You nailed it. Yeah. Holy shit. Because what what's hilarious is that I was I was gonna say Stonefly is a joke, but then I was that's like, the fly joke. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, certainly he's not talking about Stonefly. And then I was like, wait, no, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Creature in the Wall. Yeah, it, it has that art style. Uh, I really appreciate that aesthetic. Forever Ender. Thirty eight months with Prime. Says Andy, have you ever seen that Watch Mojo video of all your favorite British actors doing the worst American accents known to man? Never, never. I don't. I didn't think that was possible. I thought they're all just really good at American really accents. Of OC Fishy with fourteen months of Tier One. Rooster five nine six two dollars super chat says switch to DLSS Call of Duty Elden Ring. Man, give it to us. Hell yeah. Put DLSS on there, please. Justin McFarlane with a twenty dollar hey, super chat. Thank, thank you, you, Justin. Just picked up a Samsung Super Ultra Wide Monitor. Have any of y'all messed with Ultra Wide Monitors for gaming? And if so, what have been your favorite games? Every once in a while, Tim gave me his, uh, like, an older Samsung Ultra Wide that he wasn't using anymore for my home setup. And I usually use my Samsung for gaming. Did I? Yeah. You had, like, a Dell. It was a Dell. It's yeah. It's not a Samsung. Oh, I just meant Ultra Wide in okay. general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, 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 my main gaming monitor is my samsung g7 uh, odyssey that's the one that's like 240 hertz it's awesome but the left one i every once in a while I'll just like let me just drag a game over there to see how it looks in ultra wide but that's about the extent that i mess around with ultra wide I, I love playing games on ultra wide like that's how i played cyberpunk 2077 back in the day and like i think that was probably my first experience with it and i thought it was really cool and then uh you know lately i've been on, on my pc games kick and so Baldur's gate 3 and uh not cyberpunk starfield both i've been playing ultra nice. wide and I like it a lot. So that's ultra wide. So and it, both super of them are talking about just, just normal ultra wide. But mm. the Samsung ones we're talking about are super ultra wide. Congratulations uh. on getting one. Uh, you had the Samsung um, Odyssey G7, which is just a, a normal resolution, 1440p, screen. 240 hertz. Uh, but the G9 is 32 by nine. Um, and there's three different versions out. There's uh, a normal one, the Neo, which is mini LED, and then there's the new OLED versions. Um, I have in different situations, tried all three of them. Um, I freaking love them. They're like the main monitor that I use for everything. Gaming on it, the only word I can use to describe is overwhelming. Mm. Uh, I feel like it really needs to be something that like you want to do for it to work great. God damn, this is a mo This I is what I deal with on a daily basis. Like this is the type of, sh this is- Like ready for it? Sure. Look at my teeth. Look at my teeth. Got a little bit on your bottom lip too. That's all I can see. Did it get lighter? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> Can we lighter. predict what the next fad is going to be? What's what's it going to be next week? Is it going to be yo-yos? <laughs> what is he doing? He's, he's, he's going to get poisoned. He's rubbing this purple toothpaste <laughs> on your teeth because apparently color theory, per, the color purple cancels out yellow, so it makes your teeth I, white. He's going to like... I, the, it, the front four teeth of uh, his face definitely look a lot whiter. Well, eh... Now they look really purple. He's going to show up <laughs> next week with a rare disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also like, oh, I'm super into supercars now. I build supercars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm into. I sold all my magic cards. <laughs> so I can buy these supercars. <laughs> I'm into Yu-Gi-Oh now. Yeah. Um, oh, I hope, man. If my guy into Yu-Gi-Oh, I get into Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Don't let him hear that, though. <laughs> let's get through these the last ones very, very quickly. Let's rattle these off. Wasted Band with 77 months as any weekend plans. A lot of video games. A lot of, lot of redacted blessing. Yeah. How about you, Timothy? I wish I had some redacteds. There's some redacteds I'm waiting for that I'm like, where are you? Yeah. Where are my redacteds? Um, but uh, there's a, a housewarming party that I'm going to this weekend. Ah. Not sure if I can say whose it is. Ah. I'm not going to, but I'm excited for it. That'll be fun. Oh. Having plans is weird. Darth Ark. 
37 months as Andy should replace Tom Hardy in the new Bikers movie. What the hell is Bikers? Soggy Goldfish, 39 months with Prime. Casey Curran, $5 Super Chat says, Kane still dated a young woman named Katie Vick as a young man. Simon M., 53 months, tier one resubscription. Thank you, Simon M. Thank you, Casey Curran, for your confusing $5 Super Chat. Michael Costa, 100 Biddy says, y'all are creating great discussions, tips, streams, and overall coverage for Starfield. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, bless you. Yeah. Um, And the final resubscription for now, because again, we're going to be going to the lab to place with Starfield, Gary Witta, and Greg Miller, and uh, Mike might be there as well. Astros fan forever with a 41 month resubscription at tier one thank you so much for watching this post show we hope you have a fantastic weekend stay tuned though let's play some starfield we'll see Mm -hmm. you all soon